You're listening to Mostly Unscripted, a podcast about life, liberty, and the pursuit of reality TV fame. We hope you enjoy this program. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and review. And now your hosts. Here we go. Last episode of the season. Yeah, it all comes down to this. I mean, we have put on quite a performance. <laughs> Who ever Thought. could have predicted that it would evolve into what it's become? I mean, we're essentially a reality TV show in a podcast version. Well, that was always the concept, basically. But I just, I can't say enough how happy I am that we did this and also how impressed I am with your performance and your dedication, even though it was- a few bumps. Yes, it's been tense. And there were some occasions where I thought, okay, she's going to walk out and never come back. But overall, you just really outperformed yourself. Oh, well, I want to thank you because as everybody knows, you really- really are the brains behind this operation from, you know, getting the equipment to figuring it out how to use it to editing. You really make this machine run. So thank you for all your hard work. And it's been fun. It has been fun. And that was really the goal was let's just do this and have fun. And and to be honest, I mean, we said for a while, we're going to do a podcast. For years, I feel like we spoke about it. No, not quite years, but a few, there years. Were a few months leading up to it where we said, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. People doubted us. I doubted us at times. And then one day we just committed to doing it and it's been I think that's how it happened I think months. one day we were just like alright go buy the equipment like I'll Venmo you let's do this yeah. and you just did it and here we are okay so without further ado we do have some oh speaking of ado you heard about Gerard Depardieu who's that Luann's man who who? No. Who? Gerard Depardieu is the French actor, the latest to be accused of sexual misconduct. <gasps> How do you not know Gerard Depardieu? Who is he again? A I can see French him. famous French actor. Yeah, I can see yeah, him. Yeah, he's not the most attractive. He kind of looks like, and this is no offense to her, but he almost looks like a male version of Celine Dion, but he's got <laughs> bigger features, like more can unattractive. Can you pull him up quickly? Pull him up on your phone, Gerard Depardieu. I feel like I know who it is. Okay, well, I was going to say without further ado, let's get into the episode. What's that like Shark Baby song like? A grandma do do do. You don't <laughs> no, you haven't heard Shark Baby? No. Oh my god. You're this the girls don't listen to Shark Baby? Never heard of it. Oh, you gotta play Shark Baby for them. All right, let's table Shark Baby and No, wait, Gerard I gotta Depardieu. play Shark Baby for a second. Well, first you gotta look up Gerard Depardieu. I just love saying his name. Gerard Depardieu. This is like a techno song. What is this? It's so good. I'm fist pumping right now. This is a child song? Okay. So good. Is it a TV show or a song? It's a dance. They do like a whole dance. Love it. How do you know this? How do you know this? I don't know. It's so good. All right, kill it, kill it, kill it. How do you know that? I don't know. I just like saw it on social media. Oh. Okay. So Baby Shark is amazing. They need to make like a song for the club. Yeah. Lucas Prada yes, and like, Reina need to record like, a Shark Baby duet. Yeah. Like Tiesto, get on that. <laughs> um, what am I looking up? Oh, You're looking Gerard. up Gerard Depardieu. Gerard Depardieu. Oh, oh. Oh. You know him, right? He's old. He's older. Yeah, okay, this isn't who I was thinking of. Anyway, so he's the latest to be accused of sexual misconduct. Uh, people are still doing this, aren't they? Uh, yeah. I'm just so sick of it. Hearing about it or, or... Yeah. Oh, I know. Isn't he from... Oh my God, he's from that movie when he's the father and the daughter on the speedboat. Yes. Wait, 
Father Knows, not Father Knows Best, but with Farrah Fawcett and I don't know, Jonathan that, Taylor Thomas. That amazing movie. <laughs> yes. What is that movie? I don't know, but I love that movie. Hold on. I'm looking it up. My Father the Hero. My Father the Hero. Yes. <laughs> Yes, my father, the hero. Clearly not so much of a hero. Actually, it should be my father, the pervert. Anyway, a little heavy to start with that. So where do you want to begin this week? Why don't we backtrack a little? I know we're, because we didn't record last week and release anything. So we're like a little behind. And I know that the news is ever evolving. And we don't like to talk about older things because they become pretty much irrelevant. But I think we got to touch on the VMAs quickly. Definitely the VMAs. Okay. Thoughts? Um, Best dress, worst dress, weirdo, not weirdo, surprised you, didn't surprise you. Give me a quick synopsis. A lot to unpack. Uh, worst dress, Amber Rose. Just go away at this point. Just no leave. one cares about you. Get out of my face. Ariana Grande looked like she just came off a spaceship. She looked like straight out of the Jetsons. Really bad look. Mixed with like pebbles and bam bam. Really? Yeah, not a good look. I love her though. I gotta talk about her, but we can save that for later. What do you have to say about Ariana? Nothing about Ariana, but what happened with Pete. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Table that for now. I wanna talk about Madonna. Oh, all right. I'm a big fan of Madonna, but like 80s Madonna. This new time Madonna present is really gotta go. A, she looked like an avatar. She looked She looked like disgusting. An avatar, right? Like, did she Minus the blue. Dreadlocks she with beads and And the crown and Ooh, it was she just, was just rambling on. There was supposed to be an Aretha Franklin tribute. Well, she supposedly, made it all about herself. No. And quite frankly, I don't even believe the story she told. No, she said that it was not supposed to be a tribute, which is what her defense was to everybody's shit throwing at her that she basically spoke about herself. She went out there to clarify that it was not not a tribute. I miss that. But also like her French accent. Give it up. That was weird. And like slightly offensive a little. How do you figure offensive? I don't know. It was just weird. She's always been accused Out of, there. of doing fake accents though. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. She was like the French one, like a skinny little white girl or something. Ew. I just, just, I'm so sick of the narrative of people moving somewhere with $35 in their pocket. No, no, no one actually moves anywhere with $35 in their pocket. That didn't happen. Like you know. clearly didn't just abandon your life and move to a different city with no no money and you were homeless how did you pay for your rent I don't buy any of that that whole celebrity narrative I, know. I think they do it to like make themselves feel more relatable but like just own the fact that you have a shit ton of money and we are peasants and suck well now she does but I'm saying I just I don't believe the story that she told about I was going just... to this audition and I don't even believe that she sang an Aretha Franklin song no. and I looked into her Wikipedia there's no record of that period in her life when yeah. she was in France so I don't know I I was actually very surprised by that. Not that I know much about Madonna because I'm not like a super fan. I love her music, like Immaculate Collection, like amazing. But I do not recall anything about Madonna like starting her career in France. Me neither. So I'm going to call bullshit. But yeah, aside from that, I was not super impressed with Jennifer Lopez, to be honest. Oh, come on. I love her, but I didn't think her performance was all that great. It was so clearly lip synced. I have the biggest girl crush on Jennifer Lopez. Oh, she's hot as hell. She is And I love, fire. I totally, you know, bow down and you're from the Bronx, New York, all like, that Like on that six train girl, like I mean, that I dirty. I take the six train I take all the, the time. I take the six train every motherfucking day. Yes, you do. And I ride that six train like from New York. Oh, that's, that's Alicia, Alicia Keys. Keys. <laughs> um, like on the six, mama's like waiting for tonight. Is that your favorite Jennifer oh! Lopez song? See, I'm more of a no, children not- grow where women producing men go work. Everyone's got to make a living. 
uh, uh, uh. BX. <laughs> From a living color to movie scripts to on the six to J Lo to this headlining Don't. something. I stay grounded <laughs> as the amounts rolling. I'm real. I thought I told you. I really been on <laughs> Oprah. Chime in anytime. Don't That's know. just me. <laughs> Nothing phony. Don't, Don't hate on me. me. What, what you get is what you see. Don't, Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the block. But you really, you're not. But you're not. You're like Jenny who lives in a mega mansion with houses all over the world and like people wiping your ass. Right. And I love it. Also, when did her twins get so big? I don't know, but they're so cute. And I have to say, you know, Alex Rodriguez has a lot of bad kind of, you know, around him with the whole like drug thing. And, you know, I don't really remember the details, yeah, I to be honest. That whole thing. Was but he yeah. accused of, of, of using HGH and all that Something. Yeah, something. He got suspended for an, almost an entire season. Don't quote. Yes, don't quote me on this, but he definitely got suspended for a long period of time. Anyway, they are so cute. She gave him such praise. I mean, she did. I think she's gr- I think she, her mother was there. I don't know. JLo. Lupe. Lupe. Not J- to be confused with Lupe Fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love JLo because I mean she's not a great actress. She the thing is, but she's I disagree. No, she's not a great actress. Don't get me wrong. All of her movies I watch repeatedly, never turn them off anytime I see one on. I live for them. Especially enough. They play enough a I lot. I mean, enough she should have won she should have won it something. An Oscar no, for that. No, definitely like a people's choice award. Like maybe a screen actor's guild, but not an Oscar. She was phenomenal in that movie. Selena, on the other hand. Selena Okay, I take that back. She is a phenomenal actress. She is a thespian, in fact. I was going to say, do you associate her more as being an actress or a singer? See, honestly, I think of her as an actress. Honestly, both. And she is probably one of the only people in the industry who successfully pulls it off. Mm, not the only, but she is one of those triple threats. She is. Dancer, singer, actress. She is beyond. And you know what she said? It. She said in her speech, she was like, everybody was saying, like, Jenny, like, what are they called? She called, like, Jennifer, you're doing too much. Mm -hmm. you're you're sabotaging yourself and she's like and I was just working 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 and I did it and her she's not a phenomenal singer but her overall package is amazing yeah and she's just incredible I mean she looks like she's 14 years old I just I love her I do love her too but I just wasn't that impressed with the performance I think she's getting older Sam she's 50 or something and her weave was was coming up at one point yeah the wig the wig was yeah now going back to actors and singers yeah who else is such a much of a threat Lady Gaga is about to. We got to talk some about Oscar that. I have something to born. say about Lady Gaga. Okay. I don't know what she actually looks like. Well, if you go see the movie A Star Is Born, that's pretty much her stripped down, bare bones. Like there, she's on the on a cover of a um, magazine with Bradley Cooper mm-hmm. for the Star Is Born coming out, and I had no idea who he was with. Really? I do not know what she looks like. If I saw her in CVS, I would not know that that was her. Yeah. I like. Jennifer Lopez, I have a very clear image in my head of what she looks like. Bradley Cooper, yes. Denzel Washington, yes. Lady what, Gaga, wait, what? What? I don't know what she looks. Random. Meaning like of people. Meaning <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, Bradley Cooper. Do you Cooper, truly Denzel know Washington. what Lady Gaga looks I like? Mean, personally, yeah, because I'm such a huge fan. I and she's actually most she's recently just always she's so been different. Really I don't. Back I don't get costumes. it. I'm very. I was stunned that this. I saved it on my Instagram because I love the picture so much. Mm-hmm. Like she's like turned into him. I cannot 
wait to see that movie. I, I didn't even know this movie was a thing until a week ago. Yeah. It's a remake of a, of a 1950s classic film, but yeah. it's getting a lot of buzz. Yeah. So my point being, she, Lady Gaga is, one, is one that transcends And she's actually and a fantastic acting. singer. She is unbelievably Unreal. talented. I mean, you didn't come to the concert with us last year. I don't go to concerts in general. I know. The only time I was ever going to go to a goddamn fucking concert. It was the night of my engagement. Callum Scott. I got tickets because I was such a big fan. He was on America's Got Talent or one of those shows, Britain's Got Talent. I was such a huge fan of his. I got tickets and go figure it's the night that Mike decides to propose to Allie and invites me and Johnny to come meet you at the restaurant to surprise you and I couldn't go to my fucking concert. Oh my God, that was hilarious. Anyway, is there any other VMA stuff? Well, yeah, The Hills. Oh my God. That's like major. Not really. It would be major if fucking Lauren was or there like or Low or any of the real big shots. I don't give a fuck about Frankie Delgado no, or Stephanie Pratt really now. Sad. Don't, call, don't even call them the cast reuniting. I know. Yes, Heidi and Spencer. Yes, Audrina. Yes, thankfully Whitney is back. But I don't think they can recapture the magic of the hills and call it new beginnings. Ew. I'm not buying it. Also, Sorry, isn't it MTV. Be, I ain't buying it. Isn't it going to be based around Heidi and Spencer? Like, I, I can't stomach them. They don't bother me. I actually like them. Spidey? They're so desperate. Well, they always were. Always. Not a good look. They're more desperate than we are. (laughs) One more thing about the VMAs, and then we can segue into Ariana. Somebody get the girl a pair of glasses or contacts. Did you see her squinting the whole time? She's always squinting. Ariana? Is she? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. She was squinting the whole time, trying to look at who was on the stage. She was about to, like, Xena, like, girl from the 21st century, about, like, that outfit was so bad. I just want her to restyle her hair. It's just bad. I just want her to cut off her hair, take the ponytail out, and do something fresh. So go ahead. What were you going to say? Anyway, about- this is kind of like a, it's it's funny because of the terminologies that's used, but this is by no means offensive to anyone. So Pete Davidson has something called butthole eyes, <laughs> <laughs> which is a legitimate medical term, supposedly. No way is it a legitimate medical. Well, term. I, that's what was all over the news because I was reading about it it's called butthole eyes, and it's like a, an, a, when your eyes are sunken in. And I always thought it's because he's always stoned, but he do- he has like that very like jauntest looking like butthole eyes. So <laughs> people were accusing him of this, calling him out. And Ariana got pissed, obviously. Like she rides, she's like rides for her man. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm gonna go out there and like shut everyone down. And she started saying it's because he has Crohn's disease, which he does have, supposedly. Then the media came out, someone came out and was like, butthole eyes or sunken eyes <laughs> is not a is not a symptom of Crohn's. And like just made her look like a complete moron. So it was just kind of like a shit show. It was just like funny. I have to look into this. So butthole eyes, there's no way that's Just Google the... but, but, but <laughs> <laughs> But that can't be the clinical term for it. Butthole eyes? It is. I don't know. <laughs> look it up. No way. Butthole. What's the point of that story? So she... The point of the story is like she was so quick to like be like, it's because he has Crohn's and like make people feel stupid, but then it's not a symptom of Crohn's. So she, in fact, now looks even stupider. Oh, good grief. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on up to... Thoughts on Jersey Shore? Somebody get Mike an EpiPen because I feel like he got stung by a bee in his face. Oh my face God. He, and he is swollen and his throat must be closed. I and said he is this. An anaphylactic. Oh my God. Shot God forbid. From, I said this last season. I'll say it this season. He is hands down my favorite and Snooks. Yeah, but he, his face, something's wrong. He is so puffy. It's called eating carbs. I think it's called Juvederm. He's got some filler injected <laughs> into those cheeks. You, come on. His face is so swollen. I know. He bless his heart. He's got to eat when he goes to drink. 
think. Yeah, no, but he, the rest of his body looks fine. He doesn't look like he's gained weight, except his face is just he's like swollen. No. I just, I can't get into the whole Ron and Jen situation. Wait, meanwhile, though, why? Okay, so we were all so stoked that they brought Jersey back. They could have given us a little more time in between the last season ending and now Vegas starting. Dear, we already spoke about this last week. We did? Oh, have God. Have you listened to the episode? Do you, do you listen to the podcast? <laughs> I know that you're barely present during recording, but then do you actually listen yes, after the Yes, I don't remember having... We, so we've already spoken about Jersey Shore? The fact that it was coming back, not the first two oh. episodes. Okay, so forget me. Sorry, I got a little memory loss there. Jen is a crazy bitch. Yeah, and, and Ron is just... Like, get your shit together. Together. Right? It's so you have a baby now. Ew, it's just so ridiculous what's going on. Is this all fake for the camera? No. Meanwhile, that whole fight that they hyped up in the news months ago, remember we reported that he got into a fight in Vegas and was screaming, I got that Gucci bag? Yeah. It was like nothing. Oh, that was the outside in like that yeah. outdoor club. Yeah. Oh, God. But what I don't understand about the episode is Jen comes over to the suite with the kid. Mm-hmm. What's the kid's name? Oh, Ariana Sky. So Jen comes over with baby Ariana. They're all copacetic. Everything's fine. And then they get in this massive blowout. Did you watch this past week? I know it's real because it was happening like in like social media. We were all seeing it happen. And Jen's definitely a crazy bee. But wait, this isn't the fight they got into where she recorded him. She's ignoring his calls. He's with Sally, Sally, Saliano, whatever is on. Sally and Salsano is on the show. She is. She's on the show. Like, like, Ron, don't go. Oh, God, I got to watch it. Don't go. Sally and Salsano. Yeah. Yeah, Sally Ann Salisano, <laughs> the like, producer. Who knew she's there for recording? I didn't think she would be in the field. She is straight up in the field, like strapped on with a mic, like holding <laughs> the sound bar. She's, she's like the boom operator? <laughs> she's operating that boom. Um, so Ron's like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm going home. Meanwhile, his home's like a mile away. Oh, right. He lives in Vegas. Right. So he's like, I'm out, I'm out. He definitely there. lives in- um, Like Planet Hollywood. No, I was going to say, what's this section of Vegas? Um, okay, no one cares. Hold on. Um, um, no one cares. You're wasting my time right now. He definitely lives in. It's gonna bother me until I can think of okay, the name. Okay. Anyway, of this area. come back it's to outside it. Outside of Vegas. Come back to it. Um. All right. This is really annoying at this point. You can continue. I'm just going to keep thinking. It just all seems... And then Jenny... Summerlin. Okay, nobody cares. Okay. Jenny, I'm just saying, I bet you Ronnie lives in Summerlin. Anyway, Nevada. the or whole... Or actually, probably lives in... What's it called? He probably Pahrump. lives in the fucking dump somewhere. He's <laughs> so gross. Pahrump is where... Heidi Fleiss had her brothel, and that's where Lamar Odom was found. I don't know. And then Jenny, like, being upset about that whole Mom's Day video. Yeah. It's just She like, looks weird, too, her face. Something is off. I just... I know. To me, there's nothing fresh about the show anymore. I just... I don't think there was a need. I think bringing them back for one season to, you know, recap Re- yeah. and, and, you know, or whatever, you know, catch up with them would have been sufficient. Now to now continue this, now they're going to go back to the Shore House. Meanwhile, they were... Oh, they... They were sleeping in the club. You saw that? Yeah. It just, it's just uh, like, enough, guys. And that's what I fear The Hills is going to be. It's just enough, enough. These reboots, while they're exciting and I like them, I'm also just like, some things are better left right. as they were. Exactly. There's just too many reboots happening. What's next? You want to hit Shaz? Yeah. Nima, no, Mona. We did this too. God. No, honey. I know, but they're main characters. I, know, I didn't realize but... they were going to be main characters. Yeah, of course. No, okay, I didn't know. 
it's just like our last episode. I need you to have some fresh material. Um, my fresh material is I wish that you would buy me a Cartier bracelet the way Reza bought MJ one. Like it was a fucking piece of pineapple. You have a Cartier bracelet. Well, he got her the nail. Justine Clo. Yes. <laughs> and presented it to her I, while I've she was crying in a wedding Clo. dress. I you mean, should get me Justine Clo. You should get me Justine Clo. No, you don't deserve Justine Clo. Justine Clo. You do deserve Justine cup just of coffee. Just nada. <laughs> <laughs> Just un, here's an apple. <laughs> no. Um, Golnessa scares the shit out of me. She is terrifying. I mean, she's the stuff of nightmares. If I ever saw Golnessa in a dark alley, I would shit my pants. <laughs> she is just terrifying. Wait, right? So Something she, is so yeah. off about well, her. Well, she's a ticking time bomb. Yeah, Don't... and then the arthritis, and then, you know, it was it was nice to see all of them come together to support MJ after her father's death. And Yes, they are the, if we had to pick one cast that's most, like, relatable, I think I would have to go with the Shaws for our group of friends. They really rally. They fight hard and love harder. They truly go for the jugular on something. Well, some because things. they have such a deep history together, you know? But I think it's very comparable to our group. Like, God forbid, knock on wood, one of us went through something like that. Well, we have, yeah. We all, we have. Of course, yeah. yeah. I really thought that was really nice to see. Agreed. And I and I, I hope that Golnessa and MJ... They seem to be fine now. Yeah, they're going to get through it. Yeah, well, no, they already made up in the garden. Yeah, but... I, they're they're never they're never a hundred percent yeah but they're they're so similar. <sighs> Mike's home again. Mike's home. <laughs> right, Why don't pa- we? Yeah, pause let's it pause for it for a second. Okay. How's your haircut? Ah. <laughs> Why would you go get a haircut right before the wedding? Your hair looks so much better longer. It looks very short. You didn't touch this. Your head looks tiny right now. <laughs> you, you two kill me. You guys really kill me. I don't believe you. All right, so back to Shaz. Any other major things to discuss? I don't really have anything else because I have to say the episodes are kind of blah. I feel bad for Nima's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He basically just threw shit in her face. <laughs> Speaking of which, I read an article about a woman who won the lottery and then shit on her boss's desk <laughs> and like, quit her job. That's actually <laughs> amazing. Kudos to that woman. Would you do that? No, I mean, but what would you do if you won the lotto? It just made me think. What would what would be the first thing you did? Let's say you're at work and you discover I just won a really substantial amount of money. What I do you do? I would pretend I was sick and leave and probably never come back. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would leave. I probably wouldn't. You know, you're not supposed to tell people when you win the lottery. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't broadcast it, certainly. Anyway, how did we get on this topic? Oh, you said Nima threw shit in his girlfriend's face. Yeah, I just, I feel bad for her. She looks like a very nice girl. But that was some ballsy, like, bringing Erica, his girlfriend, with Gigi to that dinner. Like, Nima seems like a POS. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm ready for Asa to come back and just make her return. Bring some diamond water. Hand it out. Throw on a caftan and, like. some sort of performance art. Rule the school. Right? Yeah. I miss her. I do not miss her. Every year it was a different venture the art installation at the four seasons or whatever she was doing that like aggressive like protest in the street a singer one year it's just She's a, a pop priestess a pop priestess it's yeah but enough. she was entertaining let's move on i mean okay. we're not gonna Ooh, this episode we're really like 
breaking people down, I feel like. We haven't said a nice thing yet other than J-Lo. I'm just getting started because you know Who's I got up? some shit to say after my experience this week. Should we just get into it now? With what? With what? Oh. With who you mean? Oh, God. Uh, you better tread lightly because he's got a he big fan base. He better tread ba- lightly because we're going to cross paths in real life. Mark my words. He's got a big fan base. We don't need him shitting on the podcast. I don't need a damn thing from that bitch. And let me tell you <laughs> something. My blood is boiling still and this happened 24 hours okay, ago. Can you tell me what happened? Because I'm very confused by the text that you sent me. I don't know who's who. Okay, well, I will tell the listeners as well. Tell the Those whole story. Those of you who don't follow me on social media. Do. Pardon? Do. Like, please do. Okay, yes. <laughs> please do. But if you don't, then I need to fill you in on the situation. It finally Breaking came to a head. Breaking news. It finally happened. I got into it with Jonathan Chebon, the food god, on Instagram. And it didn't end well. And we are currently not on speaking terms, which I'm fine with. I think, honestly, I, I, I'm relieved to have him out of my life. But the things he said to me just were so hurtful. What a vicious piece of garbage he really is. I mean, is. you said some below-the-belt things as well. Yes, because I was provoked. Okay, you know, granted, I initiated it, and I provoked him, but I never really thought he would respond. So long story short, he was posting this obnoxious video, as he normally does. He's out at an Italian restaurant. He's not even Italian, and he's like, oh, cacio e pepe, I love cacio e pepe. It's not fettuccine alfredo. Clearly, it's not fucking fettuccine alfredo. It's not fettuccine. It's fucking spaghetti, and he idiot could see that. So I just responded to his video and okay, said, so that's go what away. Ha- I said, go away. And he so responded. you private messaged him, go away. I private messaged him and said, go away. Wait, backtrack. Was he following you? No, he doesn't follow me. I just replied to his video and said, go away. Okay. And he instantly responded to me. He responded and he said, why are you following me if you're telling me to go away? Just curious. And I said, that's a very valid question, FG. Good. Now I can block you. Thank you. I have closure. Take care. Why would he go as far to be like, I have closure? I don't know. It's like a weird. Weird. And then I said, the truth is, I find your posts absolutely insufferable, but it's a bit of a love to hate you dynamic. I agree that it's toxic and perhaps it's best if we go our separate ways. And then he says, yes, good luck. Wasting my time on the private plane Wi-Fi, you cost me. That was really funny. And then he went for the jugular and he said, also, just looked at your dated page. No one uses the outlines anymore. It's unbearable to see such dated squares. Fix it. At this point now, I'm like stunned and trying to recover from the hurtful things he just said. And I said, wow, you have <laughs> limited data on the private plane Wi-Fi? Sounds like you're getting ripped off. Is it one of those pay-as-you-fly kind of timeshare things? Also, considering you and your crew have been dressing like a 1990s Aniche campaign, I would think you'd appreciate the dated vibe of my Insta feed. And then he blocked me. But what nerve? I mean... I have to say, though, I have been telling you that your insta size pictures have got to go. I have the white border around my photos. I've had it for years. I'm committed to that. I like that it's different. I, I'm not looking for anyone's approval, but it, it just go is, back it to the is regular one squares. of my insecurities because I know what people think. Because that you should it's just revert back to the squares. Accepted, and I don't want to revert back to full frame squares. I like it the way it is. I just can't believe that, that happened. Only us. Only you. If I ever do meet him in real life, now what? I mean, now, I mean, now it's on. He's definitely going to remember you. He's 
not going to forget that. I wonder if he actually screenshotted and sent those messages to Kim. Because I think they're kind of funny. Like, look at this fucking idiot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. So since last week we were really short on current events and headlines, I have a bunch of random things I thought we should discuss this week. I read this article and it's all about Venmo etiquette. And I thought that was interesting because we've talked about Venmo in the past. It was actually my sponsor one week. Mm -hmm. And this article had some really interesting insights. Okay, do tell. So number one, don't treat it like it's just another social media platform. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because people write like dumb shit. (laughs) People open up Venmo to see what their friends and family are up to. I do that. If you are this person, please stop. I am absolutely Don't that person. Don't use it to catch up with friends in the comments. That's what texting or calling is for. But it's true. I do sometimes browse it as if it's a social media platform. I just do to see what quite frequently see what they're up to. Yeah. yeah. So they're saying don't do that. Here's another one. Don't use it to stalk celebrities. Didn't even know you could do that, but apparently you can, and now I'm going to. Wait, what? You can see celebrities? I I think you can search for them. Okay, who are we searching for? (laughs) Search for food god, see what he's up to, and then then we can use it against him. Wait, I just typed Kim Kardashian. Nothing came up, but someone at Kim's emojis came up, and this girl named Allie Melendick. (laughs) Melendick? (laughs) (laughs) Allie Melendick paid Kim Kardashian... On February 4th and wrote, do you know what Kylie's baby's named? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, go back to her name, Allie Melendick, like Melon Camp, but Melendick. Melendick paid Emily Frank. Thanks, mom. Allie Melendick, please find us on Instagram. (laughs) No, this is invasion of privacy. Could we get arrested for this? (laughs) She paid Kim Kardashian asking, do you know what Kylie's baby? She paid the real Kim Kardashian? I don't know if this is the real Kim Kardashian. So what do you think about Kardashians? I think I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I mean. I am flabbergasted that Courtney mentioned Kim Cellulite and that they included that in the episode. Why? They come at each other for stuff all the time. You would think that Kim would forbid them from including that in the edit. I don't know. I think that they're very open about their struggles and how hard it is to work out and maintain this tiny waist and everything. They don't just act like they were born with it. No, I know, but I feel like Kim is especially... Self-conscious? ...about the cellulite. So for Courtney to mention it... Well, it's a low blow, yes. It's it's definitely... Definitely a trigger for her, but yeah. they've been fighting like cats and dogs. Well, one thing I thought was interesting about the episode, it was clearly not edited in sequence. You saw how Scott's hair grew from yes. one scene to the next. Yes. That shit bothers me. Yes. Why, and is there no one paying attention to continuity in the editing room that catches this? I honestly would think that that was a faux pas. Yes. His hair was short in one scene. Yep. In a following scene that was supposed to have happened after, it was like five inches longer. It didn't make yeah, any sense. Complete editing faux pas. I do want to go to Chris Jenner's on Christmas. Christmas Eve, though. I mean, I would kill. And fucking Kyle Richards was there. They're always there. Obviously, Faye was there. They're the always there. Morally just... corrupt Faye Resnick. That's what Camille said she was. I mean, I accused her of some low-down, dirty shit. You did. I forgot it. You accused her of the of being, burglary. Yeah. Yes, of being like in conjunction. What is that banging my, next door? My mom closing the door. That's, that is... Caused by your mom closing the door to what? The house yeah. or the fucking storm shelter? The what is house. that? I wish you guys could feel that right now. It's this like pounding. Oh, here she is. Uh, here she is. Hi, Jody. Hey, Jodes. Why don't you come make an appearance on the podcast? Yeah. What is mine? He just went to Mercedes. <laughs> to where? Mercedes. I he just left. Are you patrolling the door? <laughs> Who goes there? Park. 
All right, get out. All right, going back to Kardashians. Yeah. That was a little weird with Scott meeting up with, what's his name? Corey Gamble in Miami. Oh, Art Basel. What? I, okay, I Art Basel. Like Art Basel is Coachella. It's the new Coachella. It's, I can't tell if I want to go or I don't if it's just go. such a dumb scene. It's so dumb. It has become such a scene. Mm-hmm. And I'm over it. And Have I've you never been? been. No. <laughs> but like, I'm not into art. And I don't know. It just seems so like a who's who's type of thing yeah but what happened so scott like fell off the wagon again it's just come get your shit together i don't understand why scott is such a focus on this show still because they have nothing else clearly one day he's doing business deals with chris the next he's sleeping in missing meetings it's just come on go to work go to work I'm not Team Scott. Never will be. Never have been. It's and his just, voice annoys ugh. the shit out of me. It's so nasal and high. He's always like, I can't, you know? Yeah, he's got to go. Like, I mean, I said to Chris, like, I just, you know, this is my new business venture. I really want to get into flipping houses. And it's like, just shut up. But also, ooh, he's not. I, I just ooh. gave myself a nosebleed. Ooh. Do you have a tissue? No, you're not bleeding. Oh, you know I get nosebleeds. Yes. You know I got one in the Lazy River once at Hurricane Harbor. They practically had to shut down the fucking water <laughs> oh park. Oh my god! It was such a thing. What happened? I got a nosebleed in the Lazy River. Was I got like- one during the not the SAT, the other one of those other standardized tests. I had to be escorted to the bathroom to make sure you weren't cheating. Mm-hmm. Could have been like a cheating stunt. Exactly. Oh, why don't we tell the story Which of story? your mom's? That is hands down <laughs> one of my favorite stories of all, and I think everybody needs to know. My mom, Linda and our best friend Johnny's mom, Maria, were the head of what was called the Mother's Auxiliary at our grammar school. So they planned all of the fundraisers and events. Among those was our eighth grade dance. Right. And they're also very lively women, big personalities. Right. The theme for our eighth grade dance was masquerade ball. So they ordered all of these arts and crafts and decorations from this website and had everything shipped to, to the, school. the school. And then at one point, they just had so many boxes piling up. They were losing track. Yeah. So then I think the principal said, you, you guys can't keep all this shit in the auditorium. Like, you've got to clear it out. So at some point, all of these boxes made their way from the school into Maria's garage. So later that year, when we were supposed to be taking our state tests, the whole school, the state tests went missing. (laughs) The school could not find the state tests, like the ITBS tests. And there was this huge scandal within the school. Like it was a whole investigation. They thought someone stole the tests and then was distributing them throughout the county. And then everyone had the answers to the tests. It's it's the the state state tests. (laughs) Long story short, the state Over test. the summer, Maria and my mom were going through the boxes of decorations and lo and behold, there they were had the state, the state tests. tests. <laughs> um, that story is classic. I don't know if it's that classic. Did they tell the I mean, school? It's classic for us because we know the people involved. Did they tell the school? I think my mom had to go in then and explain to the principal what had happened. So what had happened was what had happened. we had the state the, tests all along. It's so good. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Where were we? What triggered that? Oh, my nosebleeds. Yes. Yeah, but thankfully, I don't suffer from them as I used to. I can't really say if I've ever had one. Lucky you. Maybe, it's a real maybe, fucking Maybe one or twice. Okay, speaking of health-related things, this is a huge concern for me, and I just discovered it. Apparently, coconut oil is being declared pure poison and <gasps> one of the worst foods you can eat. What? No. Yeah. How so? I, I don't know, but listen to this. So Karen Michaels, an adjunct professor at Harvard's 
T.H. Chan School of Public Health and the director of the Institute for Prevention and Tumor Epidemiology at the University of Freiburg in Germany. That's a mouthful if I ever heard one. I'm going to ask you to say that. (laughs) Can you start there and say that? (laughs) Karen Michaels, an adjunct epidemiology (laughs) epidemiology professor at Harvard's T.H. Chan School of Public Health and director of the Institute for Prevention and Tumor Epidemiology <laughs> at the University of Freiburg in Germany. That is a loaded mouth. <laughs> loaded baked potato. Loaded baked potato. Have you ever had a loaded baked potato? I'm not big fans of baked potatoes. Get out of I here. I much preferred French fries or mashed. We can. We got to stop. But anyway, going back to this, this guy Karen Michaels. This guy. I think it's a guy. I don't know why I assumed. It's a woman, Karen. K-A-R-I-N. Oh, Kareen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kareen Michaels says that coconut oil is one of the worst foods you can eat because it contains a lot of saturated fat, which is the type of fat that historically has been linked to heart disease. I feel like this happens a lot. Anything trendy that comes on the scene, that's like apple cider vinegar is a perfect example. People were claiming that it was amazing for you and had the best benefits. And then an entire study came out saying that it's like horrific and like burns holes in your esophagus. (laughs) So, no, yes. Gargling with fucking coconut oil every day for years. If this is true, I am screwed. I'm basically, yeah, no, poisoning I think, myself. I think that this happens. Like these new trends come out of these like holistic versions of how people use them back in the day. And then, you know, I don't know. I'm over it though. I'm not buying into these trends. All right. I think we're done. I don't really have any other current events. Do you? Nothing? No. I really am eager to talk about the OC. Me too. You little bitch. I am foaming at the mouth waiting for that scene. I knew that Kelly was going to get involved in a situation with Shane. Had to. She's the perfect person to call Shane a little bitch. And Emily loses it. She says she's going to kill her. Fucking kill her. I know. Shane is the only thing saving this season right now. He is the gym from Amber and Jim, Jersey Housewives. Yes. Like the controversial husband that's just going to get involved with all the ladies and go toe-to-toe with them. They are so lucky and should be so thankful for Shane because that little bitch is holding this season (laughs) apart right now. Wait, I have one major thing to say about the last episode. What? Why does Shannon drive an Escalade? I don't know. Like a big black Escalade. What what business does she have driving (laughs) a huge Escalade? It's just such a random car for a housewife to have. She's so awesome. Well, she does have three girls and Archie. Okay, but get like a Range Rover. Why do you have to have a huge black know. fucking navigator like you're an Uber XL? That I don't get whole it. thing with David and she was like, they granted me 30000 but I like lowered it to twenty two because I felt so bad. Tamra, she's always She's just so, so I hate her voice. Like, Tamra, he just went off. David just went off. I turned the corner and he was there and he was so enraged. You know, I think Tamara made a good point that she just feels Shannon just doesn't... Ask about her. Yeah, take any interest in what's going on in her life. Because not for anything. I'm sick of hearing about Eddie's issues, but those are serious issues. Yeah, and if she's really not asking Tamara how Eddie is, then that truly is completely wrong. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite line was Vicky when she was like, guys, this isn't important. Like, we should be talking about how you need a retirement plan. You have no 401k. Uh, That was amazing. Like, call me. I can help you. she's franchising Kodo Insurance. Yeah, she did. She was starting that last season or something. That's major. If that actually takes off, I mean, she could be- Bazillion. Millionaire, many, many. Times over, yeah. she becomes like a Charles Schwab, Coro insurance, but Macabrana. What does Coro mean? 
Kodo is where they live. Kodo de casa. Oh, is it? Okay. What do you mean it's where they live? Like it's their where, community? It's the gates. The, the, the gates? original oh. season of Orange County was all filmed in Kodo de casa. Okay, forget. You don't remember? Sorry, I didn't realize it was called Kodo de casa. I think I need to go back to like season one with like Joe and all of them because I don't remember much. Joe I mean, in like that maid's outfit, remember her? Joe and Slade. Yeah. Meanwhile, Gretchen and Slade are still going strong. Along. Not married. Not married, no kids. She's making them handbags. She still has Gretchen Christine? I don't know. She's doing something, though. Oh, speaking of which, can we pivot? Wait, so we're done with OC? I think we're done with OC. Little bitch, can't wait for it. Yeah. So you know how Gretchen has Gretchen Christine Butte, or she did, her beauty line? Did you know that Lala Kent has Give Them Lala Beauty? I knew she had a beauty line. Since when? Yeah, I've seven. GiveThemLala.co, not even .com. She oh, couldn't she couldn't even... for the M. It's <laughs> GiveThemLala.co, and she has palettes and everything. Oh. Hundreds of dollars. Who the fuck would pay hundreds for Lala Kent beauty when you can go buy Chanel for less. Right. Who do these people think they are? They're all trying to piggyback off of Kylie. And you know what? Another thing, I don't appreciate Even how Kim's Kim- pigging off yeah, Kylie. and Kim is getting all the recognition for being this beauty, you Goddess. know, a maven, to use Ramona's term, a maven. But really, Kylie Cosmetics started it all with the lip kit. Yeah. No, I think it's weird that Kim has KKW beauty. Why do you think it's weird? Because it's like Kim, like Kylie, your sister, already conquered that world like get your own vision get your own eye well no Kim came out with the contour kit which was brilliant and then she expanded into all these other categories I wouldn't pay a dime for any of that shit I'm going to Chanel I'm going to Benefit I'm going to my normal people one thing we have a bit of unfinished business with we've been promising the listeners a murder mystery episode and we just never got around to it so let's do it all right so let's start with a classic Okay. A 1995, I believe, classic. Christmas Day? Christmas Day. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? Her flying up the stairs. First of all, she flew down the stairs. And if that was your impression of Patsy Ramsey, it sucks. Tell me, you do it. it was, she was like very exasperated. Like, this is, like, this is the Ramsey house. Like, she's missing. She's gone. John. And then it was very, very, the, the whole phone call Theatrical. was very, very staged and performed. What are your thoughts on the whole Jean Bonnet case? My thoughts are clearly Burke did it. He got annoyed at his little sister, hit her over the head. I don't think he by any means meant to kill her or even hurt her that badly. I'm sure you've done to your sister, get away from me and like pushed her. And it was the perfect storm. He hit her at the right point, at the right force. And unfortunately she was little and it resulted in something completely tragic. And the parents covered it up because they, in that moment had lost one child. And if he got convicted, they would have lost another child essentially. So I think they did what any parent would have done. Well, I don't know that any parent would have gone to that length and staged a strangulation and yeah, all that. Yeah, and the but whole I, ransom I, money being the same amount that his bonus was, like how- $118,000. No, I Hello, the 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 sorry not to cut you off, but I just get so aggravated. The ransom note was like four pages long. Any ransom notes like one sentence. Do they not watch movies? There's no evidence of an intruder, and then they on that that scene. Well, even if there was, the, the crime scene was completely contaminated by Detective Linda Arndt. Right. You know, and that whole team of Boulder police that just allowed people to come and go. The f- fleet and Priscilla White were just traipsing around the house. You had 
all these people yeah. walking around the crime scene. No, the, the Ramseys are actually lucky that that happened, and perhaps that was strategic as well. It probably was. I just don't think there's any... On that series, there was a report of someone who had an obsession with her who lived in Germany or something. Remember that? But he was, like, overseas when it happened. Oh, no. John Mark Carr. I yeah. think the guy that lived in Thailand that yeah. confessed to the murder. Weird. Yeah. Weird. 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 Go to work. You didn't, you didn't kill her. Go, Go to, to work. work. John Mark Carr. Yeah. Stay in Thailand. <laughs> fucking pad thai. Go to work. Nice try. Right. <laughs> Burke did it, hands down. It's the only thing that makes sense, and it makes a whole lot of sense. Agreed. How does Burke go to work every day? <laughs> How does Burke go, go to, to work? work. <laughs> no, this is like really wrong of to be like on the record stating this, but you know what other people did in the oh, docuseries? Oh, yeah, a new theory. All right, moving on from John Bonet, the other infamous case of the 1990s. Orenthal James Simpson. He was just on an interview, and someone blatantly asked him if he had done it, and he was like, or... How he felt about getting away with it. I don't know. It was something funny like, yeah, I got away with it or something. I don't well, know. Well, he wrote a whole book if right. I did it. Right. He did it. There's no question in he my mind. He, he did done it. did it. He fucking did it. He if the done gloves did don't it. fit, you must acquit. But guess what? He done the glove did it. Did, uh, there's something weird about the glove when he tried it on. He definitely like cut his hand off or something <laughs> or cut his fingers or something. Yeah, he done did it. It's That hard. was a crime of passion. You don't just butcher someone like that without any sort of motive or connection to the person. Poor Ron no, Goldman poor Ron- in the wrong place at the, the wrong, wrong time. time. I just, the whole thing was, I was, I'm was i so enamored by all of these cases, specifically this one, because it's just crazy. What about Amanda Knox? Oh, that one. I don't... Oh, that Meredith whole, Kircher? I mean, I, I think Amanda Knox is I don't innocent. think Amanda... Um, Amanda. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Amanda did it. I don't think Amanda but did I it But I do either. think some shady shit was happening with the whole, like, orgy... Definitely some shady shit. Some shady study abroad... Bullshit. ...style shit. Yeah. But I don't think she killed her with Raffaello Solechtico. So do you think Raphael was the sole killer? No, there was that other guy. Oh, right, 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 right. I can't remember his name, but his DNA was found at the scene. I think... And this is gross, but didn't didn't he leave like semen? No, a turd or something, or human feces in the toilet or something. His DNA was found in the toilet. Oh, I don't know that specific part. A turd. <laughs> Whatever. What would a you call feces? it? You would call it a feces. Duty. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't like a full bowel movement. Duty. It was just a, you know a Duty. trace of it. So Amanda's free, right? Amanda's free. Last I checked, but then she keeps getting retried and sent back to Italy. Poor thing. She can't just what move thing? on from this. Yeah, that's gonna. And haunt. now, most recently. Molly Tibbetts. Ugh. Well, that's, I mean, that's a closed case already. It's just so chilling. A lot, jogging has such a bad association with killing. Like, don't, people, PSA, don't jog. Right? Just run on the treadmill. Yeah, go to fucking Equinox because this is not okay. It's not safe. No, it's not. And it is chilling because you don't know who's watching you. And if you do do the same route, which often runners slash joggers do, you really don't know if somebody's tracking you or seeing you on the same route every day. You're not aware of what's going on. There's millions of windows. Millions? Well, not millions, but I'm just saying, like if you ran around your neighborhood, there could be a creeper watching you every day. It's very true. There could be, even if you're not jogging, someone could be tracking you. Just don't put yourself in these situations. With that, we would like to welcome our guest, our very special guest who just arrived, Nancy Grace. Sam, Allie, thank you so much for having me on today. I am so looking forward to talking to y'all about my favorite thing, murder. 
Well, Nancy, we actually don't have that much time left, so we're going to need a very high-level opinion from you on all of these infamous cases. So can we start with the John Bonet Ramsey case? We sure can. I mean, it was Burke. There's no doubt in my mind he bludgeoned poor Jean Bonet to death because she ate his pineapple. I mean, she had undigested pineapple in her system when they did the autopsy. They did not serve pineapple at the Christmas Eve dinner where she spent the night of her murder, which leads me to believe that she ate pineapple when she got home. Her parents claim she was asleep. She was put right to bed. I believe she woke up in the middle of the night, went downstairs, took a piece of pineapple, sent Burke into a fit of rage. He bludgeoned her and they covered up the murder. Moving on, the trial of the decade, okay? And if I could overturn one verdict, it would be the not guilty verdict of Arnthal James Simpson for the double homicide of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman, okay? There is no doubt in my mind, if the glove don't fit, you're full of shit, okay, OJ? You murdered Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman. What are your thoughts on Casey Anthony? Oh, top mom? Yeah. I believe that Casey murdered Kaylee. I believe, actually. I, I always get their names mixed up. Which one was Casey and which one was Kaylee? Casey's the mother. Yes, Kaylee's she, the baby girl. I would rather talk about Justin Barber, <laughs> the hubby murderer, killed his wife on their honeymoon. Yeah, that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> talk about poor timing. What about um, Jody Arias? You know, I don't know much about Jody. I know she's batshit crazy. Um, I believe she stabbed that motherfucker repeatedly. I believe it was a very bloody crime scene. Absolutely. What about the one that they just made a Lifetime movie about? That famous runner with the prosthetic legs? Oscar Spiritosos or whatever his name is. You know, I don't know too much about that case either. He shot her. Nancy, last question before we wrap this up. Anything for you, miss. What is your most memorable moment being on air? I would say it was the time where I was interviewing a man about the disappearance of his son. And then during the interview, if you recall, we got reports that his son was found alive in his basement. And I had to break the news to him on air. And it was really uncomfortable. There were many, many people who suspected this man was not being forthcoming. And so if you recall, as I was interviewing him, I said, sir... Sir, we are getting reports that your son has been found alive in your basement, sir. And he was completely at a loss for words, but it looked like a performance. There was, as you all would say here at the podcast, sir, something ain't right with this man. Nancy, I vividly recall that. Yes. I I think you handled the situation with dignity and grace. Sam, Allie, be good, my dears. I love you guys so much. And I will will gladly come back if you get renewed for a second season. Get home safe, girl. Any other unfinished business before we move on to New York Housewives reunion? No. Okay. Thoughts on the reunion? I have to say I'm 100% team Bethany at this point. She was thrown so many darts in both episodes one and two. She has such great composure. They, I mean, they were all basically screaming in her face. Yeah, they and were And she was sitting there vultures. so 
tell me. Give me an example. And Carol's like, I, I can't think of any. And Bethany's well, like. Well, no, Carol did have some solid examples. And to Andy's point, there was, you know, went both ways. They both had some really harsh criticisms of each other throughout the season. I yeah. just think better to just go their separate ways. They're not compatible as friends anymore. That's clear. I just don't get it. I mean, I thought it was hilarious when Bethany called Carol the people's guest. America's guest. America's guest. I thought yeah. that was amazing. Carol clearly has a huge heart on for Bethany and it's awkward. And, and Andy, apparently. I mean, she yeah. really mouthed off to him. She was like, what are you, scared of her too? I kind of respected her for, for doing that. I don't know. I just thought Bethany was great. I thought she was very composed. She really didn't engage much. I thought Ramona was ridiculous with her comment about fake boobs. Yeah, that was just so asinine. Like Bethany got hers done no at thirty, but it's whatsoever like, on yeah, the situation. It, it was I don't know why a she very strange comment. That. Very strange, Ramona. Now was Tinsley there? Tinsley was not there. I don't she, think her she was physical there. Physical body was there, but she didn't utter one word. She talked about her hair, and that was about it. Yeah. And then Scott, very briefly, but uh, they were like, "Do you just want to be married, or do you want Scott?" And she's like, "No, I want Scott." I also thought it was great when Bethany was like to Carol, "Like, we'll call you when we need you." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but she got a little a little catty, I felt like, when she said the thing about Carol's career. I mean, granted, Carol hasn't worked okay, but- in years, but the woman was a journalist. She's won Emmy. She's won Peabody. She's an author. Don't say that she doesn't have a career because Fine. that's just categorically not true. It is, but I think also Carol kind of holds on to something that really was 20 oh, years ago. I think she ago. probably rests on her laurels, if you will, but you can't take away the fact no. that she had a really respectable career. No, and I mean... No, but truly, that's really the only low thing that Bethany said. Yeah. Carol said a lot more. I also think it was really bad when, I forgot who said it, when they were like, you can't just go around calling people a drunk. And Bethany was like, well, you can't just go around calling people a narcissist. Because a narcissist is a very strong thing to call someone. Yeah, and also you can call someone a drunk when they are consistently drunk and, and acting like people a fool. and aggressive and right. belligerent, which is what Dorinda is. Right, I mean, the Puerto Rico thing was vile. The thing with Luann was vile. Vile. The things with Sonia were vile. I don't know what you are, Dorinda, but yeah, I don't clearly know if when you drink, but you have an you, unhealthy relationship right. with alcohol. And when you drink, you transform into a different person, and nobody can deny that. Nobody America, except her. She denies America it. America watches it happen on TV in real time. Like, get your shit together. Agreed. Now, one thing that really frustrated me was they criticized Bethany for filming at Jill's yep. funeral. A. Ramona and Dorinda also filmed in the car on the way to the funeral. But that was okay. That was okay. Then they criticized Bethany for thanking Dorinda off camera. So she was an opportunist for filming with Jill on camera at the funeral, but then she did something off camera and she was being criticized for it. So she was damned if she does and damned if she doesn't. She's always damned if she does, damned if she doesn't. It made no sense to me. No. They're just looking for things to bring Bethany down. And it's all jealousy, I have to think. I can't argue with that. It must be. It's all jealousy. Based on the text messages she sent to Carol, which Carol read. She was fighting for her friendship. She's Yeah, she's clearly sensitive and needy and, and just wants to be loved. She's a child of, you know, Fucked divorce upness. and a lot of fucking trauma in her childhood. So right. I'm sure that informs the way she interacts with people and how she is in relationships. And it's not healthy, but I she acknowledges that. I didn't understand, like, sure, Carol was reading those text messages, but, like, I didn't think that they really proved a point. I think it was, to your to what you're saying, like, sad. Yeah, it was sad like, for Bethany. Carol I'm sure. And meanwhile, why did Bethany have that portfolio with her, that fucking manila folder with all that loose leaf? I she couldn't know. have it digitally? 
Like, Carol had everything on her phone. I mean, that was... I don't know. I just think she was trying to be a little more dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> it was seats, very dramatic. I just feel like Bethany wasn't saying nasty, horrific things to Carol. She was like... I just don't understand why you're being so cold to me. Like, I love you. We're such good friends. Like, come on. Bethany was just holding on to a thread there. Well, we'll see if this story continues. I don't think it will. I think this is the end of the road for them, but Are you happy that Luann wasn't at the at the reunion? A little bit because I think it's going to drive next season a bit. I think it's going to give us something to to work off of. Yeah. We can yeah. keep going on and on, but it was a season to remember. Season to remember, definitely one for the books. And it was it was number 10, wasn't it? Number 10. Sponsors? My sponsor of the week is going to be Warby Parker. Okay. I like Warby Parker a lot. So I had LASIK done a few years ago, but I've recently needed to get driving glasses at night because something happens with your pupils and the light. I don't know. Maybe and you have butthole eyes. <laughs> oh my God. I went to Warby, so cheap. I think you. Got, I got like frames and my script for a hundred dollars really fun cool styles very helpful and they mail it right to you and i i just got them and i love them you are like five years behind the trend i know but i haven't needed glasses for five years so well, that's lucky why you lucky you. i know you're Must a big nice. fan of warby not so much anymore oh you're oliver peoples no i mean that's if i splurge but i like eyebobs they're more reading glasses but i like their frames better my sponsor this week is costco uh oh we love costco for eyes as well dr chris DiGiorgio is a great ophthalmologist that operates out of the new rochelle location go see him just, for your just prescription be warned, needs. if you go see him once he will fucking relentlessly hound you <laughs> four times a year to come in for a physical or whatever it's called an eye exam i love costco because it's just the greatest fucking it truly is. It is. And there's nothing you can't get at Costco. And That's not you just true. save so much money. But I just, I love it. And I love Costco for the non edibles bounty, toilet paper, laundry detergent, water. If you water, buy bottled water and you're buying it anywhere else besides Costco, you're a fucking fool. Okay. Well, it's time for our final word of the day. Oh, God. Ooh. It's my turn. Rhapsodize. Do I have to spell it or we're done with that? No, we're done with the spelling. This is actually a really fitting word for our last episode. To rhapsodize something means to break it apart, to dissolve it. Not to even close. bring it in full circle. Nope. To speak or write about someone or something with great enthusiasm and delight. I would rhapsodize you. I would rhapsodize the fuck out of you. Me too. <laughs> okay, so before we go, why don't we answer some of these fan questions that we've been getting all week? Yes, okay, you ready? let's do it. Number one, are you guys really this cool in person? Hell yes. Yeah, I would say so. We keep it 100% real on this. Sometimes I listen and I'm like, oh, wow. See, sometimes you listen, so you don't always listen. No, I always you listen. You just confirmed it. No. You don't always listen because you proved it this episode. The only one I didn't listen to was the last one. Good. Okay. Noted. Am I losing my voice a little bit? I don't know. That would be fitting. What is your favorite Housewives franchise and why? I'm going to have to go with New York. Same. New York because they just... It's just the most relatable. Most relatable. They have the best, most authentic dynamic. Aside from Jersey because they have a great dynamic too. Yeah. But there's not as many Jersey girls. True. I love Beverly Hills. I love them all. I, mean, I love I really, them all. The whole franchise is genius. Yes. But New York for sure would be the favorite. That goes without saying... So our friend John asked, can we please get a prequel to Connie's life? One more Connie for the road. Well, guys, Connie's had a long life. Let me tell you something. She was born and raised in the Bronx, down the neighborhood on Arthur Avenue and 187th Street. She grew up Italian-American immigrant 
parents. She got married at a young age to her husband, Sal. May his soul rest in peace. Do you guys ever fight? You seem inseparable. <laughs> oh. We do fight. We, we do fight. We don't fight for long, and we don't fight We often. fight. That's great. Yes. We Actually, do. yes, we do. We do fight often. We bicker often. We bicker often. often. We don't have real fights often, but of course, I mean, this is a relationship, and... We absolutely fight, and we had a fight recently. We did have a big fight recently. We had a big fight recently. We didn't speak for two days. Three days. Three days. Actually, that's why there was supposed to be another podcast in between our previous one and this one, but we had to cancel the recording because of our fight. We were in a fight. Yeah. I mean, it's completely, we're real people, and we fight and get annoyed with each other, but we recover, and our friendship is solid. Very solid. Solid as a rock. Okay, you're not going to like this one. <laughs> Does Allie even want to do the podcast? She sounds forced sometimes. Love you both. <laughs> who wrote that? One of our biggest fans who I adore, who loves us, but I guess picked up on some of your attitude. Sen Seni Senia. <laughs> you really feel that way about me? No, I think sometimes I just, my attention span is a little short and I work really long weeks and... Sometimes I'm just not in the mood to record. It takes us a really long time. It's not easy. It's not easy. But no, I 100% am committed to this. I I joke, but I'm serious that it's my second job. And all I want to do is continue to show the world who we are. Because I I think they like us. I think we need to get to the million dollar question. Yeah, I've gotten this question several times. Everyone wants to know. Will there be a season two? <gasps> da, da, dun, dun, dun. And the answer to that question is... is drum roll, please. 